Hey everybody, before we get started, I just wanted to make a note about today's broadcast. The audio cuts are really rough. I was talking about things from Warfare Weekend that we reflected on later and figured maybe people didn't ask to be named or maybe these things didn't happen in public. So I did a lot of editing of myself through the podcast, but left in the part where Arthur got to laugh at me because of it. And then there's stuff later on where it's just the stuff that me and Arthur do that if only you're me and Arthur, you find funny. So we were listening to it later. We said no one's going to find that funny. So we pulled all of it out. So there are some really rough cuts, and I apologize. But as always, thanks for listening to the Boker Broadcast. You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Boker Broadcast. I am your host, Seth Cohen. And with me as always is... What? Oh, my turn? I'm never for a second. I'm always third. Well, but you're, you're second today because... All right, all right. So I just stand out on August. All right. And we could not have Stephen Rabideau with us. So we had to have a Steve with us. So got to have a Steve. So with us today is Uh, Steve King. I'm apparently the next best Steve. You are the next best Steve. (laughs) You're (laughs) almost as good as Steve Rabideau. Were we not clear about this with you? You were pretty clear about that. All right. Then after this Steve, who do we have? Uh, Well, I guess it would be Steve Lopez. And after that Steve, who do we have? We gotta go get Boda back from. That's yeah, right. we have to go. <laughs> I was gonna so go next. We yeah. have. This is pretty good. This is like you know, you know, like quarterback. How 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 deep do you go? We go four deep. We, we go four Steve we're four deep. Steve deep. That's that's that's. We're gonna be like the Bruce's sketch from uh, yeah. uh, Monty Python, right? Mind if we just call you Steve to avoid confusion? Uh, today we are going to talk about the new steamroller. We're going to talk about Warfare Weekend, or at least specifically my experience, because I was there and you guys were not. Uh, and then I'm gonna share some stuff that I learned about. Both lore and rules, and then we'll call it a cast. All right, but before we get into that, any uh, t- any tournaments on the horizon? It usually slows down after Warfare Weekend before you get to uh, Captain Con. So we have uh, Portal Comic yeah, Games in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It has a tournament on the 25th of November. Outstanding. Is that a unlimited or is that a regular format? That's a prime. Yeah, they, I think they're okay. waiting till everybody has unlimited release before they do... Smart, smart. And then I know December 16th at Top Deck, the uh, the guys from uh, Delaware Tried and True are running a event there at Top mm-hmm. Deck trying to get that meta yep. moving. That'd be a good one. Um, I got to say that everywhere I look, metas are growing again. They are not growing at the rate that they did Mark 1, Mark 2, but metas are growing, so that's certainly encouraging. People seem to be coming out of the woodwork. Yes, yes, they do. I got to – I got honestly, I got a whole bunch of people who, you know – when January hits, are saying, okay, you know, we're, we're ready to, to jump back in, which is, I don't want, I'm not trying to make it sound like I told you so, but when this all started, I said, hey, Me next year, so. next year, when things have, like, people didn't want to wait a whole year for Expect things. the numbers to rebound. Yeah, a little like, bit, yeah. People didn't want to wait for the dribs and the drabs of the releases and then the old plastic, the new plastic. Honestly, I can't blame you. Oh, not even a little bit. That's what held me back. Yeah. Kind of still what's holding me back from a new Mark IV fashion. I know. But one day. I thought it was because yes. there's no dwarves. Say it again? Because there's, there's no dwarves. See, oh, yeah, yeah. I told you, Steve knows me. Yeah, than yeah. He really does. Um, yeah. Oh, I would love there for, to be, for there to be Mark IV dwarves. There's got to be Mark IV dwarves. You can't have a fantasy game without dwarves. It's like, honestly, a rule. I mean, GW did it for a lot. A lot. They got rid of them, and they, for 20 <laughs> they years. killed them and then brought <laughs> them back. To be fair, their game was not a fantasy game. In fantasy, the dwarves. It's space fantasy. In fantasy, and in a- AOS even, dwarves have always existed. Mm-hmm. Okay, 40k, and So we thought. Except for those few that managed to have lots and lots of children, right? Is that no, they clones. Oh, they, they clones. Are they really? Clones. Yeah, they have. They kept all the AI from 30k somehow, and okay. they have massive supercomputers. The technology. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well. So they just clone themselves. Booker Broadcast for the cutting edge <laughs> of Warhammer 40k lore. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So uh, there is also some new stuff coming out that I'm looking forward to. I got to say, I really do like the way that the Orgoth cadre, I think they look great. They look fantastic. And it makes me angry because I was holding out so hard. I I didn't want to do Orgoth. I was like, (laughs) 
I really didn't. I was like, oh, I have a caterer, I've got the Sigmar, that's good enough for the Mark IV factions. And then they put that out there, and I'm just like, damn it, I want them. So I've gotten close. Um, there was some snake-type guys. Oh, that, that's the new Chimera? Chimera, yeah. Those guys I really liked, and I really liked the Calvary. Can I make like my own like little hodgepodge mix? Can I have sure. the Calvary from Dusk? And then the snake guys from Commander. Yes, you just can't play with anybody else. But go ahead and do that. Well, that's the, that's the point. <laughs> Rules. No, um, like, but you know what? I need them to make something. I just need like I can't just have one thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. I can't have one apple of my own. I need two. Okay. <laughs> I need two. If I it's gonna have faction where it's like I really like that unit and I really like that unit. Yeah. Then I'll be like, all right, cool. All right, I got you. Uh, and it's funny because the Zero Camp guys, they were doing the uh, the streaming at uh, at Warfare Weekend. They were like, can we please have a game that is not Harusk versus somebody? Like, there was a ton of Harusk all over the place. I, he Look, he balances a pair incredibly yeah, well. Yeah. So Harusk you, can't, you can't blame them for playing. Oh, no, absolutely not. But they had the same idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh, my gosh, Orgoth everywhere. Can I resist? And apparently the answer is no. I do like the battle box promotion that they're doing. I wish I needed one. Very cool promotion. Yeah. So if you don't know, they now officially have battle boxes again. So we had preview boxes before, right? But now they're actually battle boxes. And they're if you get them uh, this holiday season, they will come with a set of defenses. That's very nice. Yeah, that's really nice. I don't need anything, but I really want to pick. You in fact said to me, I turned the volume off. I turned the volume off. What again? I have to turn the volume off? I actually had it down, but apparently that's for the ringtone only, not for uh, a notification. Mm, This is technology right on the side of the phone. No, I don't have that. It's on Apple. And that button is changing uh, on the iPhone, whatever they're up to now. I'm still seven generations deep in the past. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah. and and you've got apparently the the old. uh, uh, you know, Mark III edition phone technology there. You don't know how to turn it off. No, I know how to turn it off. All right. It's not my fault people like me. I'm popular. That's what I hear. So um, right. now it's funny. It's a, at the Warfare Weekend store, uh, the Privateer ran a store, and I had a VIG badge, so I got to go in early. And um, and I'm standing in line there, and there are the – there's the, the, uh, the reinforcement box for the Brine Bloods, and then uh-huh. there are the Brine Blood – uh, defenses. Yes. And I'm like, I bet Steve needs those. So I'm texting Rabido and I'm like, do you need a set? You... Well, I didn't know that. Okay. Right. So as I'm standing there texting him, trying to see if I should get this for him, someone grabbed like a whole stack of the brine blood of defenses. I'm like, oh crap. Well, I can't get that. Those for him now. Then there was one brine blood box left and I just grabbed it. I'm like, I'm going to get it. It doesn't matter what he answers. And of course he answers. I over, I've already ordered two, so I don't need one. So that will be Boker Brawl. Uh, uh, Boker Brawl prize support. Well, somebody will be very happy with yes, that one. Yes. Well, I'm actually probably going to break that up and, and and put them out as individual pieces. Uh, yeah, the store there was, was was very cool. I'm glad I got to do a little little early shopping. Uh, all right, so I think that's it for any upcoming tournaments, any new releases, anything like that, right? We can get into the meat of the podcast, which is me going to Warfare Weekend next year. I hope I'm going with people from our meta. As much as um, we'll see, <laughs> as much as uh, I was welcomed with open arms with people of varying metas, it's different when you're traveling with a group, right? Because then, oh like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, hey, what are what are you guys doing for dinner? Can I come with you for your dinner plans? And you know, it's a little different when, hey, this is what we're all doing. Would you like to do that or this? You know, it's yeah. it's it's a little different. I w- I would have liked to go. I could not swing it at right after WTC. Oh, yeah. uh, the fall is very busy at work for me, so taking that taking off for that was already a big ask. Yeah. Yeah. So. When I went down I was all over Brent. I was I was, I was Brent's absolute shadow. Um, and him being the lovely human being that he is, um yeah, I was like welcome. I know we went out to dinner at least once, I wanna say twice. His wife, of course, is awesome, and she's very friendly too, which was nice. And then it's also actually where I met Terrence and uh, Damon for the first time. Really? And I guess Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. he was there. The, Terrence and Damon and Isaiah were great to me. But they were um, eating breakfast, and I walked up to them. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, they were great to me. They they have apparently have very traditional places that they eat every year for mm-hmm. Warfare Weekend. So Thursday night was the best steakhouse. 
Was that the name of the place or was what they called it? That was the name of the place. The best. Well, I'm house. glad they're so humble about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, um, uh, gosh, I, I don't. I'm dating myself here. Do you remember the Sizzler restaurant? Uh, I remember. I think I saw something from the '80s about that. I Arthur, you remember? Of course, Sizzler. I know. All right. So who doesn't you, love the Sizzler? You wait in line, right? And the guy shouts. I also like the name of the steak place. It's yeah. almost like I owned it. The best <laughs> steak place. I, you know, I would. I I'm would shocked your face wasn't on the wall. <laughs> So you stand in line and like there's the menu and it's like, okay, there's like a chicken option, but there are no sandwiches. There's no, it's which steak do you want? Right. And then, and then they throw it on, uh, on their, on their griddle. I mean, their name was clear what they were advertising. Yes. And and you walk in and he just shouts next and you better have your order because if you're not ready to go, they're, uh, they're not happy about that. And then um, you, you, so you put in your order and then you grab your little you grab your little uh, uh, McDonald's style tray, like your cafeteria style tray, and you put your little thing of salad on your plate. And if you want a piece of the pie, you put that on your plate. And every steak came with a potato and a piece of Texas toast. And of course, you had to get your drink. And not like mixing up the non-starches. Yeah, and then they had a they had a tip jar, and if you put money in the tip jar, you could get tip potatoes, which were like uh, 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 home fries. Yeah, almost right. And uh, and they were really good actually because I tipped and got tipped potatoes. And Terrence is like, I don't have any cash. He's like, I, was like, I got six bucks. He's like, perfect. Grabs that, throws it in the jar. I'm like, that's got to be enough for me to get some potatoes too. He's like, yeah, that's good. So uh, that was our, that was our dinner. That was pretty great. And then uh, uh, Friday we uh, uh, it was uh, me was and Nate. Tough. And what's that? That's no, the company was great and the experience was great. The steak was not great. <laughs> so so it does sound so, a little so, childish. Sounds like a high school cafeteria. Yeah. So you're saying they what? Yes. Yeah, so it's not, not the best steak. Yeah. No, not the best. Yeah. Uh, if I'm able to go back next year, which I hope to, I will not be going out to dinner with them Thursday I'm night for steak. I'm surprised it's on their rotation. Well, because well, Terrence, you know, from experience, I can tell you, he's kind of finicky. Well, well, Friday night was apparently some really awful pizza place, and I'm like, I didn't travel three hours by plane well, to eat awful we pizza. We live in New Jersey and New York, so like, pizza anywhere else in the country is. No, but but so they would sad. say this is a really bad pizza place. Like they were oh, going they told there you. for yeah for bad pizza. I didn't get that at all, so I didn't do that. I went out with uh, oh, so they, uh with uh, Nate and um. <laughs> I guess this explains the steak choice. <laughs> I, I went out with uh, Nate and and Jeff Fredrickson for okay. ramen uh that that on Friday night, mm. and mm. I haven't seen Jeff in a long long time. He wasn't playing War Machine. He was playing Judgment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just I haven't had a chance to hang out with him in a really long time. It was really great to hang out with him. Well, we had so much fun hanging out. And then unfortunately Dan had to cancel last second. Dan Riker mm-hmm. was going to come out too, which broke my heart. I'm like, oh, I had a chance to see both of you guys. Uh, and I messaged Dan just to say I'm sorry I missed him, etc. So we did ramen. It was a good ramen place. Uh, so that was very cool. But you know that that was it for the the traveling Queens guy to find a good spot. Yeah, uh, that was it for the for the travel things. Other than don't fly out of LaGuardia ever. I told you. You did tell me that, but I didn't have much of a choice. Sometimes you have a choice. I did not have a choice. I will not be flying out of LaGuardia again. I would rather go to Philly. You walk. Yeah, my God. It was terrible. It was terrible. I parked the car. Worse than JFK? What's it? Worse. Much worse than JFK. To be fair, because I just drove by it 18 times for Ramp Day. Yeah. The airport's brand new. Yes. I mean, I don't even know if it's a year old. No, it's beautiful. And and so it's nice. But getting there. Oh, my God. It was terrible. It was terrible. So you got across to George Washington, uh-huh. and then you get on the cross keys. Yeah, and then and then I parked at a parking deck, and the guys and the guys. I'm like, "Where's the shuttle?" It's like we don't have a shuttle. I'm like it says right here on this prepaid tag that I'm showing you on my phone that there's a shuttle. I don't know why they tell people that there's not a shuttle. So then he goes, "You have to go over the office." So the office was actually the condo building above the parking lot, and the guy behind the desk was like, "Why does he keep telling people this is the office? This isn't the office. We're separate companies." We're owned by the same company, but like I do the condo, that guy down there is in charge of the parking lot. I'm like, look, man, I just need a shuttle. He's like, oh, you gotta go to the ho- you gotta go to the hotel across the street. So I go to the hotel, and they're like, oh yeah, we have a shuttle, great, but you can't get on it until seven. What? Why? Because the earlier shuttles are only for hotel guests. I only have one thing to say here, so what's that? Welcome to New York. You're right. Yeah, where is your Uber? <laughs> yeah. So I ended up calling a cab. People think it's me. 
It's not, this is how I grew up. Yeah. This is the point I always try to make. Yeah. Like, you guys just don't understand. Yeah. So, uh, like, oh, you need to talk about fuck yourself. Yeah, Your right. mother's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, thank goodness I have TSA pre-check because when I got got out of the cab, it was like zip right through. Uh-huh. Uh, except for, you know, 10 minutes for the TSA people to ask questions about my models. And New Yorkers will be super helpful as long as we don't really have to do anything. Like, if you need directions, yeah, I'll tell you what to do. You want to know what the train to take or something? Sure. But if I have to, I have to what, put you on my shuttle now. I gotta go. It's there's no one else on the shuttle, and I get no. Fuck you. No, it's over. I don't even care. <laughs> right? Uh, okay, you die in the street. <laughs> have you ever dealt with the elevator operators union? In no. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. Yeah, don't. That's a good one. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Got it. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. So I get there, and my plan was I had a seventy-five uh, point Orgoth list. I had Harusk. I didn't pack anything more than that because I was trying to fit everything in one magnetized case that I'd be carrying. So I had um, I had three uh, three tyrants in the list, two BD tyrants, one shooty tyrant. I actually felt pretty good about the list. Um, and then, unfortunately, the uh, uh, some there was some illness, and they didn't have some folks show up to help run everything. Mm-hmm. So, so Eric, yeah, detritus Eric, or what's that? Detritus or no, or no, actual? like like actual things. Right. And and they're like, Seth, we need you to help judge. And I was like, okay, because how do you say, like, for Warfare Weekend, it's the Iron Gauntlet. How do you say no? Right? You know, so. Like this. No. Yeah, I, was, I, I couldn't do that. He's very good at that. Yeah, he is very good at that. He's better at that than I am. I, uh, I could not say no. So I ended up judging. And then um, I know I posted in a couple of our, uh, a couple little little chat groups, you know, the, hey, look at that. I got to judge again. And people were like, oh, I hope you get your ticket price back. I hope you, like, let me just put it this way. I was very, very well taken care of. I cannot complain even a little bit about uh, what Eric did to take care of me for for that's for great. My time. And you know what? And and uh, you ruined your whole friggin' trip. No, but like now, <laughs> but, but to be fair, now how many conventions now this year have you been the head judge at? Like, well, I wasn't head judge. Well, Isaiah or, was or, head or judge. the judge. You know, like, you, yeah, you, you're no, you know known judge now. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess so. I think. I think. Complain to this man. No, well, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, lead judge. How about that? Lead well, I'll tell you what was nice though, because I was judging, and we had Chuck Ellswick there, right, uh-huh. and there was privateer staffers there. So I've had these rule questions that we've been talking about on the podcast for months now uh-huh. that I actually got to address with privateer folks, Fantastic. and I learned something really interesting. It's that. Um, it's not that – so we – like I, I know I've spoken about this, how I was getting very frustrated that I wasn't getting answers to things. And it's not that they weren't answering me. They have the big rules update in January, mm-hmm. and a lot of these issues they're hanging on to until January, until they have the official so rules update. Content? I don't know. I, I think this is a little silly. They could just answer the question. Uh, maybe they could, but they're, they're choosing not to. I think it's – I think they're still waiting for other folks to weigh in on some things. So sure. the whole thing with the – the whole thing with the the unit charge, right, and and mm-hmm. unstoppable. Right. So everyone's saying the same thing to me, and I'm not attributing this to any one person, but basically, the question becomes: Is this this is rules as written, but is this is intended? And the intended discussion is apparently still happening. So that that's what the holdup with that one is. Okay. The other that one. Tricky one. So I, yeah. I the other one was the uh, the thing that came up with Oscar at WTC where. The guy, guy, the unit starts knocked down, and I'd say right. he doesn't get an attack. And you know, but if you look at the rules, it says this, it says this, it says this. The consensus seemed to be that that model should not get an attack. But rules is written, it does. Uh, well, rules is written. There could be an argument. Uh, it, it, it's not one hundred percent clear. Um, I gotcha. So, but apparently that one, that one, they're telling me will more than likely be resolved in January with the rules update. Then there was one I got wrong. I simply got wrong, uh, and and I went to talk to about this, and and I'd never met. Uh, thank you, appreciate that. I uh, wasn't feeling any guilt, but uh, now I feel even less. And and uh, I went to uh, talk to. I've never met before. And the first thing he said to me, he goes, "What's your forum name?" And I'm like, "Um, uh, 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 uh Seth the Lost." He goes, "Okay." I'm like, "What if I was had the wrong forum name? You weren't going to talk to me." He's like, "There are some people." <laughs> spent a lot of time poking at me. So I would have talked to anybody, but I just wanted to know who I was dealing with. You didn't with. poke the bear. Right? I did not poke the bear. I, <laughs> I, ne- I never post. I only lurk. So um, I, th- I think the last time I posted on the forum maybe was uh, Mark 1 to Mark 2 when you, they, they opened up the forums for uh, uh, give us your comments on rules. Mm-hmm. And I commented on the Steelhead Halberdiers, and the next four people flamed my comment. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. So I forever learned. As they should. Yeah, right. 
uh, as yeah. I've been told. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, but uh, so the the whole thing with um, take up stopping killing spree. Mm-hmm. He said, he said your rules interpretation is correct. Both croc at the same time active player killing spree works, but the intention is for take up to cancel it out. He said that's going to be clarified. Mm-hmm. Uh, so take ups can't take up cancels out. Take up kills the model. So they're going to change the timing chart. I don't know how they're going to fix it, but that is to be fixed. And um, he said, look, he said, look, Zeph, that's not an official. Uh, you know, uh, um, they intend you. to fix that. Yeah, but that's the way we played it over the weekend. Um, so that was cool. Talking to all those people about that stuff. And so the LCQ was 20 players. And apparently what happened this year with the Iron Gauntlet was they had a ton of people who qualified from very far away, mm-hmm. like West Coast, Canada. Um, and a lot of those people uh, couldn't come. And a lot of those decisions for not coming were very last minute. So they literally had 20 spaces in the IG. So Ooh. everyone in the LCQ was making it in. Right. Okay. Right. Um, which I guess made for lower stress games, but there were some people playing. There, there was a high level of play in the LCQ. No one was, no one was walking into, you know, walking to the top four of that event without putting in a real effort. Is what I'm trying to say. So it's not Captain Tom. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Gotcha. That is correct. <laughs> but he, you know, he's, 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 he's. But am truth. I wrong though? He's telling never, truth. Virtually never, unless they're arguing with me, then you right. could be wrong. Yeah. That's well, that's automatic. As a matter of fact, we got to a round where if the pair down lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally it would have no, been no, over, no. right? It would have been over, and and but it was pared down and one, and then I, me and Isaiah said to the guy, "We're like, listen, man, everyone's in. If you take the take the loss, or you know, take, win and then forfeit, that gives everyone a lot more time to paint and mm-hmm. get their armies ready." He's like, "Yeah, let's do that," because a ton of people were were changing up their their lists and for and, the final day, yeah, for for the for the IG, right? Which started Saturday night, ended Sunday morning, okay, and then. In walks Chuck Ellswick with his army. He had Legacy Kador. He had two Colossals. He had the Man of War, uh, 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 the guys with the hammers. The, yeah, the, the oh. MOFR. Yeah. I don't remember what else was in his list, but it didn't matter. Now, before I say this next sentence, I want to be really clear. Chuck, I watched him play through three rounds, and oh my gosh, that man understands the game. He understands positioning. Uh, the way I would watch him bait out certain attacks with his models, uh, maybe rethink the way I position things. He knew where his opponent was going to be before the opponent did. Like he was really playing a fantastic game. With all that being said, looking looking at two colossals, I said he just won. At seventy five points, nobody, nobody had a list that could deal with two colossals. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and, and I, I was looking at my list, right? I had three tyrants, two of them beater, beater tyrants. And I figured out that on average dice, two of my tyrants most likely kill one of his colossals. And by the time they're done, they're pretty, they're so darn beat up that one half are yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just, there was, he was, he was absolutely 100% winning that tournament. You, you can make the argument that two colossals for 75 points is a. You could. Uh-huh. It's rough, but it's a skew. I mean, you're 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 gambling that your opponent can't beat you on scenario, and and if you're a good player, you can prevent them stopping that from stopping you. But and he's it's not easy player. to do. Like, and that's why I'm talking about positioning with him. He made which, sure. Which colossal? He had one of each. But it, getting jammed out as a double colossal player is definitely something you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if um, the original one still has like the the two three inch covering fire clouds. No, no, no. Uh, they don't do that anymore. The uh, the conquest. Yeah. Yeah. It just that, that, would, that it, would it's be pa- strong. Pow ten hit or miss right. AOE two on each each one and then okay. they fire two on each one. Right. So they put down a for Sorcia two. They're great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he had Harkovich. I'm I'm ninety percent on that that he was playing that with Harkovich. Uh, he was playing in Manowar, right? Yeah. So yeah, probably. Yeah. On the um. Yeah. Yeah. That's one hundred percent what he's doing. Yeah. Uh. It was, but it. So yeah, he had a skew that was that couldn't be beat by that field, but he also played it so masterfully he was never going to lose on scenario. So that was really really impressive. And if I was smart, I couldn't make the last round of the IG. My plane was leaving too early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was smart, I would have had a picture taken with him on day one, and that way they could have had my picture up with his with all the other people. Mm-hmm. 
Nate played a great, uh, had a fantastic day watching him play uh, the uh, uh, Grimkin. Uh-huh. Gosh, he's just a master with that faction. It was so impressive. Uh, just the pacing. He, he was pretty good with a lot of factions. Yeah, but I, I, I don't remember what His exactly. He's not too shabby either. No, he did, not. he did very well at Legion as well. Yeah. No, he's a great player, right? There's a reason yeah. he, he goes to the WTC every year. He's a fantastic player. But I, I, I think I it, was, it was the. <laughs> Once. It's the app. <laughs> Why? Because he walked away from the table and didn't come back. No, <laughs> he's actually at our local. He was local of ours, and yeah, you know, he knows about it. And I used to beat him all the time. And he tells the story all the time. He's like Steve King, kicked my ass for a year and a half, and then and now he and you know he moved away, and now he's way better than me. He's <laughs> got his traveling experience in you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he, it, I, I think it was in the way that he. Especially with the Grimkin, right? It, it's the pacing of your cards and your buffs, uh-huh. and your and he just he masterfully had that pace down. And then, like a champ, when he was on the str- on the stream, he threw down his Boker Brawl uh, coaster uh-huh. into the dice tray. Several <laughs> <So laughs> times, it was right there. I'm like, man, you are a master, sir. How Way to represent. What's that? How much you have to pay him for that endorsement? Uh, I gave him the coaster for free. Oh, nice. so I actually gave out a lot of swag, right? Because yeah. I got to meet a lot of players I've never met before. Hey, whatever it takes, <laughs> get the word out there. No, man, you got to make the, the Boca Brawl great, you know? Yeah. Sure. Got to get the word out there. <laughs> no. No. It is no. It has always been great. There <laughs> you go. Well, except for that year one, right? Year sure. one, that was a work a, in we progress. A, we had a practice year. Yeah. <laughs> but then we got to borrow the $2 drinks, and all was forgiven. <laughs> that is correct, sir. 48 people shoved you know, into the that. Uh... Wasn't even no, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It was a little smaller, but. You know. It was 48 people shoved into a. Yeah, the space. Yeah. Not yeah. The, not, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it was less than 10 days. Yeah, but we could have had a sign the first year that said, definitely not the East Coast Rumble. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, but it, it definitely has been now at its own event. And it's, yes. Yeah. Yes. East yeah, they ran. Remember, they ran out of food at the Moose Lodge. I warned them. Oh I gosh. said, forty-eight people. They're all going to be ordering food. Oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't. They ran out of food. Uh, they stopped service. We got two packages point. of hot dogs and seven pretzels. <laughs> 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 we'll be fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that was the that was the LCQ. Um, I got to stare at Blightergast a lot. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, a, it was such a cool model. Let me tell you something seeing it in person it, it, the photos don't do it justice it it was such an amazing model it was painted with some object source lighting on the bottom on top you know it, it just I'm, looks I'm, so so I'm good very sorry okay as usual i have to buck the system here the best model i saw at i'm getting there uh go ahead get rid of it. is the boat the boat was outstanding the boat is ridiculous, amazing. It beats the dragon. I'm sorry, the boat. It really didn't. It, it uh, in pictures it did. Okay, fair enough. It looked very cool with the army all loaded up. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was his army tray, right? And, he rolled and, that and thing around. Thing is, that is probably almost the scale. Like that's how big a boat would be. Uh, I, that's I, pretty I close. Guess. I don't know. I think it depends on your class of boat. Uh, uh, sure. It doesn't float, which I was very very sad to find out. I, I did, did he try it? No, he, I asked him. I said, Damon, does that float? He's like, nope. I want to know. Did he try it? I, I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Can we fill the answer with I don't know. These are Damon questions, not Seth questions. I can put a little Aussie car motor in there. We can make it an actual boat. Aussie boat. I'll tell you what I did do. I walked up and I was trying to, like, you know, mess him a little bit. I'm like, because there's like this little cannon thing in the front. I'm like, I, I see no place to light that cannon, sir. What is this thing doing? Is this for show? It's like it's not a cannon. It's a place for another mast because there's a third mast and a sail that goes right here. Like, oh, I'll shut up then, because it was gorgeous. That boat that looked amazing. Yeah, Everything yeah, about you it. just said that the dragon looked better. I'm telling you, the boat looks better. So, Paul, everybody, write in on the comments. What was what was better? again? Not a call-in show. No, I said write on the comment comments. You don't listen. This is the problem. See what I got to do with you? You don't want to see. <laughs> well, wait, I want to I talk more about the, right. uh, the, the gas. So that was the narrative event that they were running. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it looked like it was so much fun. And I got to tell you, so I was in a rush to get out there. I was supposed to, I was flying out uh, early, early, like crack of dawn Thursday. I had to be up at four in the morning Thursday to make the drive to LaGuardia. 
And Wednesday night, I was going to do all my packing, my all my last minute painting. And then we had a medical emergency at the school, so I couldn't leave school early. And then I get home, my daughter's like, oh, I've got the German Honor Society uh, induction tonight. You're coming, right? Of course I'm coming, honey. Honey, I wouldn't forget about something like that. <laughs> so then we had to go to dinner afterward, right? So mm-hmm. the end of the story is I was barely prepared. The only thing I could do was paint that last tyrant. Because remember, at the time, I thought I was playing. So... I, I keep crowbarring that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. And I, I dragged my suitcase over to the dryer, and I'm like, T-shirts, one, two, three, four. Underwear, one, two, three, four. I'm like, like there was just, normally when I travel to these things, I got like a little cooler. What, what, I've time, got, what time was it? When you were packing, what time was it? I don't know. It had to be 10, 11 o'clock at night. So what was the problem? You had three hours to go. Yeah. So what happened? In fact, knowing that you were going to the party, you shouldn't have even went to sleep at all. You should sleep on the plane. Oh, I needed You something. had plenty of hours to pack. I needed something. But anyway. So normally, like, I have, like, snacks, right? Mm-hmm. I, I go with stuff, drinks, something, I'm prepared. And my roommate was Eric Casper, who uh, Damon set, set me up with this guy. He's one of the Damon's local dudes. Amazing guy. It was It's a typical gamer story, right? Two guys share a room. They leave his best friends, right? It, it's just what happens. Uh, he had a car, so we he was able to take me over. I was able to get some stuff, but just not everything that I needed. And uh, But uh, Mizzy and Erica were there. And they totally took care of me with snacks and everything else. But because I could not play in the event, I I had to drop. So Mizzy took my spot in Mm. the event. And I said to her, I said, please, please, please. Here's the only thing I was going to do during the event. One of my jacks was going to just charge Blightergast. So if you could see your way clear to having one of your beasts just charge Blightergast, just eat over there and be like, is it? I would love that. And she did it. Mm-hmm. And so it was like attacker defender, right? The story is that the Orgoth are trying to uh, get to Blightergast, control him with the uh, the whip, the, the, the special artifact that they had found. Um, and so because she had her beast charge Blightergast directly, uh, the other side like lost a turn uh, is, oh, is the way Laura Lauer decided to rule that thing. What could be better than a time war in yeah. motion? yeah. So I was really grateful that, uh, that that she did that for me, and I'm grateful to both of them for for taking care of me all weekend. They did a great job. Um, so how'd the, your games go? I didn't play any games. Oh, right. Yeah. But you wanted to. I did want to, so but I, I wanted to help more, and I was very well taken care of, and I'm not complaining. No, all right. Not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, bl- that Blighter Gas the game looked like a, a crap ton of fun. I was talking, we're going to have Eric come to the Boker Brawl, and he's going to run a narrative event for us. We don't know details yet, but there will be a narrative event running all weekend at the Boker Brawl. Uh, no, we're not getting Dragon. That, you should have seen them unpack what are, that thing. What are the other ones? I don't know the names of all of them. There's Everblight. Yeah. Blighter Gas, Turok, those are the only three that I know. There's a few that pop up in the war, but every time they show up, they get killed by somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, I'll tell you what was cool. So, like, a bunch of us were sitting around looking at Blighter Gas, and Lauren Lowry, she was sitting there, and I said, you know, I really think that this should somehow lead to Cricks. Like, this this needs to lead to Cricks Mark IV. And she said something to the effect of, I, she didn't say like you're right. This is exact, but she was like, "You are not wrong in your thought process. Keep you know, keep thinking that way." It's like, all right, I'll, I'll take that hint. You think I should censor me? Yeah. Okay. Well, I censor you enough that I'll I'll take one. Yeah. Okay. You heard that, folks? You don't know. No, you didn't hear him because I got him censored. First time ever. You know how much shit I've said that he's cut out. He's just getting cut out, right? <sighs> that would be fucked. Well, we got a. (laughs) Feels good, doesn't it? (laughs) As I come over your house, and I'm the one who actually gets to press the buttons. "Mm -hmm, Goodbye. All right, so there you go. You get one. All right, so we're not going to talk about that anymore. But that whole event was amazing, which brings us to the last thing: is they introduced the new steamroller. So I know that that Arthur, you haven't had a chance to play it. I've played maybe once, watched someone else play it once, and I know that you've watched uh, Steve King, you've watched somebody else. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, Steve Rabideau try it out in the Yep, and I know that we have read through the rules somewhat. So I'll give you my initial impressions, and then I would like your initial impressions, and then Arthur, if you have any questions or, or you know comments okay. you want to throw them in there, you are welcome to. 
So at the risk of sounding overly fanboy, I really do like it. As much as I have a significant financial investment in circle and rectangular zones that are themed for the NJSOBs and the Boker Brawl, I'm going to be very happily packing them up that we don't need them anymore. I'm really happy that we don't have those big, big zones on the table. Um, and I really like that the flags and the objectives become terrain pieces. And just the flags, right? Uh, just sorry, just the flags become terrain. The objectives do not. Uh, I didn't have, play a scenario with caches yet, so I don't know really what those do. They're kind of like old objectives, so they they blow up and you. You get a point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I like the way contesting works, and I couldn't put my finger on what the big deal. At first, I said I was talking to other people, and I said, you know, my mind does not work doesn't work tactically. I said, I, I'm not seeing the benefit of taking this 20 millimeter objective and then making it much bigger by attaching it to a forest or attaching it to an obstruction or, or something else. And then the person I was talking to said, um, no, no, no. Think about it this way. You are stretching the field. You are taking this, this flag and you're making it either closer to you or more difficult to reach for your opponent or harder for your opponent to clear because you've got models hiding in whatever it is that it's claimed right, and all these things that I just yeah. hadn't considered. I'm like, wow, that is really good. And then scoring the objectives, cadre models only, right? Leaders. Uh, cohort, you mean? Cohort, that's what I said. Cohort models only. Those are hard. Yeah, they are hard, thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. Especially when you have to pronounce them correctly. You can't just throw a New York accent on everything and say, done. So... <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> uh, so I, I am I am really encouraged by what I saw from these first two. Certainly much better than what was released initially last year at this time. Uh, I'm very I'm I'm encouraged that we're gonna get a, a really good packet that's gonna be really enjoyable to play. Mr. King, what were your initial thoughts? Uh so having well, so this initial thoughts, I like the change the scoring mechanics. Um specifically the, like you have to be at the end of your opponent's turn up three points to win on scenario. So like I when they say, hey, I got I'm at four points and they have a turn to react to that. Right. So you can't have the I'm a control caster. I push you here, I kill this thing, I move you out, I feat, and oh that's one, two, three, four, five, that's game. Sorry. Right. You know that doesn't exist that anymore. Does, that's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah. So and you so you have an opponent or you have a turn where you go, well, I can't catch up. Guess I have to try and kill you here. Yeah. And you just have that one reactionary turn, meaning you can't overextend your caster to get those last couple points because then they could just kill you. Right. So I right. Th I think that was an interesting change. I don't think it makes scenario dead, um, but I think it was just enough to stop those like five uh, zero wins, which are kind of some feels bads. Yes. Yes. Uh, and yeah. then I liked having watched the game. Wait, uh, can I pause you one second because I forgot to mention this as well. When playing that scenario, and, and 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 so this is a big change, right? You you can't win on your turn. You have to win on your opponent's turn by by three, right? Yeah. Um, so it it gave back that chess feeling that I used to have in Mark your, your, One. Your opponent models have to win. No, I mean you know what I mean. Not have the tools or the ability. Oh right, right, right. To 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 stop you from winning. Yeah, well, do do I extend and try to grab these other things and score more points, or is next turn I'm just going to lose those to the player because he's got a turn to kill? Like, just like you were saying, that created this feeling like I was playing chess again back in Mark 1, and I really liked that. Uh, you always score now at the end of your opponent's turn? Is that what's gonna so be? you score at so the end of every turn, but you can't win unless it's your opponent's turn and you're ahead by three. Right. Okay. All right? I'm sorry, you you were talking and I stopped you. Uh, so I was talking about now, and then it was just initial thoughts, and then having watched the game, uh, it seemed like it didn't change the game a whole lot. Uh, from a tactical perspective, like it felt very similar. Uh, I did actually like you said that I like the flags taking getting care of the taking care of the zones because the zones were just too large, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and they were just you know especially the ones at the center table were no more zones. No more zones. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, I like the flag making the terrain piece. It kind of, it kind of interesting because it kind of adds a, I would say, pseudo narrative element to yeah. the, to, a, to a competitive format, right? Right. Because like you always say, like, why is there this death circle in the middle of this village <laughs> that's so important? <laughs> right. Like, why right. do we need this? But yeah. But it, it which you just understand. Oh, we're fighting over this building yeah. because this is uh, significantly important in some way. And it, I mean, look, not everyone's gonna care. But you know, it, it, for immersion purposes, it's, yeah. it's a little more narrative. I think it makes it 
honestly, I think that immersion is important. I think it's something that was kind of lost as the game became more competitive and less gamey, for lack of a better word. Um, I think that immersion is important to bring in new players. I think that immersion is important to keep people playing, right? Um, I think it's really important. I think it's going to do a lot of good things for the game. But I don't, I don't think it upsets the balance of the oh, game. You know, not I mean, even so, a little bit. So I think I think that was important, yeah. an important. Uh, yeah, unless you bring two colossals. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you, you need two models to control. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, that was something else. There's going to be uh, so they were saying that they're going to probably have a lot more. They're going to be recommending a lot more terrain on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to huge bases are going to have a harder time just because there'll be fewer places for them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my suspicion. Oh, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, guns are inherently more powerful on any on any fantasy battlefield. So, yeah. And also, my understanding of who picks the flag first um, is it somewhat uh, interesting to choose to go second now. Um, I'm not sure if that was hearsay. Uh, well, hold on. I think it says. Let me let me find the document because it says. I'm not sure if it's going second or third. Well, currently it is. Cur- currently. So if the scenario probably the strength of going first is so powerful just yeah. because of the size of the table and yeah. everybody kind of runs very similarly now that the speed change. Yeah. If a scenario has a flag marked before deployment, starting with player one, choose a piece Sorry. of terrain within five inches of the okay, so player one. Still first. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not it's not a significant change then. Okay. Um. But yeah. Something else. Uh. uh I don't think I don't think going first is as severe. Yeah. Okay. They get from getting jammed out of like the zones like you. Right. You can jam people currently. Okay. Um, so also there were a lot of, uh, a lot of bunkers and towers on the table. And I gotta be honest, the first time I played with those, I did not enjoy the experience and judging with those on the table, I have not enjoyed the experience. And I guess because the rules are now all clean and in the app, Mm -hmm. it was actually not that big of a deal. People had questions. And then once we answered the questions, it didn't seem as, as, um, Overpowering, confusing slash cumbersome. I don't, I don't think they were. I don't think they were ever overpowering. They were. They were. Confusing. Well, they were for that short period of time where you could be in the tower and, and claim a zone, right? I mean, that was nonsensical. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I meant by overpowering. I found that annoying when your phone dings, even though you said you turned it off. You yes. found that annoying. Yeah. Did no. you find that annoying, Steve King, when his phone dinged, even though he said it was turned off? I actually find it amusing because you were annoyed. So. Mm-hmm. It's... Well, I was definitely annoyed. So I'm glad I could amuse you. I'm sorry. Please continue, Arthur. When they were first released. And we played with them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. The tower would be if the tower favored one side of the table. In other words, it was not dead center on the twenty-four inch line. Yeah, and you got to it first. Okay, so but even then, you you favor the person that goes first if it's the middle of the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah it's true. Well, like, yeah, and then the bonuses and the advantages of that tower were just insane. And I guess they're still insane, but. Uh, it's not. I don't. I don't. It didn't feel that way, judging on the table watching the four inches worth of range. Is that, uh, yeah, but now actually, an interesting, change. interesting change to the game since then also has been the introduction of defenses, specifically the powder keg. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you can get your powder keg close enough to it, they really don't want to put anything squishy in there at all. Yeah, yeah, True. yeah. There are counterbalances now. I guess. I guess that's the well, big difference, a right? Bit more. Yeah. So um, Forty boxes, no armor, eighteen. Maybe. Uh, I think it's 20. Or, no, it's, it's got tower pace for whatever it was. Yeah. Okay, but it didn't feel bad, and the people playing them didn't complain about them. Like, I, don't, they, I don't anticipate that, that terrain feature to last. Okay, we'll see. I know we don't use them locally. I know they turn into obstructions whenever we use them around here. Yep. Uh, which is also fine for me. I'm just, like I said, just an observation. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about for Warfare Weekend is they had a, a, a format called the Survivor Format. So this was designed specifically for Warfare Weekend. Uh, Eric's got access. I wish I remember the gentleman's name. Uh, he He's a, a game designer, not for Privateer Press, but like he designs games for other games. He, he does heavy gear mm-hmm. and other type of, of things, and he designed this format for him. So it wasn't like the three of us all sat down and came up with a great idea. This is a right. guy who understands gaming, right? Mm-hmm. And what it was is you designed a 150-point list, and you have two casters. And every round, you play a 50-point list. And if round one, you lose a whole unit, you have lost that unit for the game. You can never use it again. If you get your caster assassinated, they come back with, like, reduced boxes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the specifics on it. But uh, we had six guys playing that while the LCQ was going on. 
they were having a blast. And and honestly, I wish I I was I I could have been able to play that format with them. Wish I had come prepared for yeah, that. It's, that has a slight campaign feel. Yeah. To the yeah, it looked really really amazing. Now what happens if a jack? Oh, you I don't want to say destroyed. What if it's beat up? It's got two boxes left. And the I, next I, game, it's repaired. I, 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 I believe it is repaired. Yeah. Um, An important part. But 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 uh, like watching those guys play, like they played careful. They were clearly like they had things in their list that they were clearly planning to have to just chuck away and have destroyed. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. go ahead, eat this thing up now. Uh, you know, it's gonna chip away enough at whatever that I can get rid of your more important thing. Oh my mods. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it looked it looked a ton of fun. I hope. Private privateer noticed it, and I hope that we see that format again. Is that what Donkey Kong was here on? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe they're in either. Protect the And if, if like one model survives crimes. the unit, then the unit's still back in the next game. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. I could have some of this wrong because I was, you know, kind I don't of know if there's Donkey Kong. Yeah, for pocket crucifix, and they'd be like, yeah, no, all my guys came back in the off time. Yeah, but you know, in, in the grand scope of a larger game, what's that going to get you? Yeah, anyway. Right. Guys wearing towels. Yeah, like, like they're they're <laughs> gonna get. You're saying everybody's up to fifty points. One hundred and fifty. Oh, hundred. No, you're playing fifty point games. You're playing fifty point. Games, you select from your. You, you select from your hundred and fifty point yeah. list. It's actually not okay. No, that's still cool. But yeah. I actually thought it was fifty. I'm like, all right, that's good. Actually, you can do like multiple events pretty quick because fifty point game is like going to the second round. What do you got left? Yeah, uh, twelve points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick game. Last third third round. Where's your caster in the bunker? That's all I got left. Good luck getting him out of there. Um, one health left. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that looked like. But it, you know what? I I do I do miss the days of there being more than just steamroller. Right there, we used to have hardcore, which was a t- I used to love playing hardcore. It was a ton of fun. Right, uh, where where multi, you know, it wasn't just a hundred point or seventy five point. There, were, you played the game at multiple point levels. Um, the t- mangled metal tooth claw, like that was a fun format. Journeyman format. Actually, you know what would be fun? I'm sorry, I do this all the time to you. It's just my life. If you allowed kind of one unit of everything in your team, and then you did that. Okay. So, but um, only because I'd want it to be faster. Yeah, like, I so, want to be able to do it multiple times in like one day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, the journeyman I, used to be one unit, one solo. What's that? I have some some, some quite concerns about well, the version, but yeah. Oh, because of the points. Well, I also don't think the factions have equal numbers of unit options. Yeah, I guess it would have to be. Well, you know what? Maybe you do the math. Like everybody starts off with ten things, or you have this many units and this many jacks, and then it definitely yeah. I, that's an interesting idea. I definitely need some refining. I think. Yeah, it, yeah. But my point is. As we have just demonstrated, there are lots of ways to play this game, and I'm glad to see some of it coming back. Right. Uh, you know what I like? This. I actually would want to play that. There you go. Um, now we just got to find you a faction you want to play. No, that's or two. Doing dwarfs. All right, cool. There was a there was a dwarf player at the LCQ. Sure there was. They're still I, they're I, still good. Yeah, and, and as I recall, they did pretty well. I want to say there was more than one dwarf. I mean, I could just deal with the pirates and do fine. Now, yeah, what happens? I'll just keep bag bagmanning your unit. My unit grows. <laughs> <laughs> when I ended that last game, I had fourteen guys in the team. Of course, half of them disappear as soon as they have to move anywhere. <laughs> All right, you know I will segue that comment into we are doing unlimited at uh, at Captain Con. We'll see if people sign up for it. I think it's interesting. It's, it's not happening at the same time as the qualifier, is it? Of course not. So Friday we I, are doing. I have to ask because that uh, has definitely happened in the past. I, uh, okay, look, I'll give you the schedule <laughs> right now. Is it my birthday? No. Is it in February? Yes, it's the first weekend of February. Okay. Your birthday is not till the second. You don't get a birth month. You don't get a month. If my daughter, on the, who's born on the same day as you, can't get a month, you can't have a month. I could be a teenage girl and get a whole month. You can be a teenage girl, but that has nothing to do with your birthday. Okay. Anyway, so so Friday we are doing a standard steamroller, and we're doing the unlimited format. Saturday is just the team event, uh, 16 teams, three people, German style this year. That's mm-hmm. the big difference. Okay. Um, and then Sunday is the Invitational. So you know what? You... After all the fighting that we did to prevent everybody else from speaking German, we got to do the things that way now. Sometimes the Germans are it correct. Just veterans, though. <laughs> just veterans. And, and, the meaning, and the meaning of Veterans Day is that we shouldn't like it's things that in we German. we prevented France from having to speak German. <laughs> 
Yes, that's that's the meaning of veteran staple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there any other history you'd like to make up before we finish? I didn't make up. Okay. What? 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 I'm actually 100% correct. Germany occupied France. Those and bitches that... would have never fought it off. They might have kept some like little remnants of their French language, but in reality, the national language would have been turned to German. I mean, there was still be speaking, France, right? I mean, still be Canadians still speak French. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Canadians still speak French today. Yeah. A lot yeah. of places in the world where French colonies, they speak French. Yeah. Okay. Because, because we were able to liberate them. Okay, but that is the meeting of Veterans Day. We should only be celebrating World War II, specifically the people they fought. <laughs> no. Okay, then. No, Thank you. No, no, no. It was All right. a highlight. Ah, yes, okay. It's included. Now but it's I understand. clearly the most yes. important event. Mm. So, World War II is not the most important event in the 20th century? No, I just don't want to talk about no, this anymore. Fair enough. No. All right. All right, let's move on to our closing thoughts. Mr. Cottonelli, anything you wish to share this evening? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I find that to be untrue, but I will take that you with your words. That is 100% true. All right. Mr. King, a closing thought no for us, sir. what I say to you, you're going to believe? Uh, I'm looking forward to playing the new steamroller. That's, that's my closing <laughs> thought. <laughs> Good thinking staying out of it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this time. And until next time, this is Seth Cohen saying, if you're going to improve your game, it is important to note the things you do wrong, but it's more important to note the things that you do right.